As a result of recent BBC cutbacks, I'm no longer in possession of a current Radio Times. So if you ask me the name of the next programme, I'm sorry, I haven't got a clue. I'm sorry I haven't a clue. The antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You join us for a second week at Woking's new Victoria Theatre. Woking was little more than a small market town until nearby Brookwood was chosen as the site for Britain's largest cemetery. <laughs> With the cemetery came its own dedicated railway station for the running of regular funeral trains from London. Out of respect, Southwest Trains still operate services. <laughs> The town guide tells us that Woking's environs are famous for their wildlife habitats, home to rare types of bee, adders and the unique spider-hunting wasp. Sadly, the Woking and District Wasp Pack have recently had their spider hunt disrupted by saboteurs, <laughs> laying false trails of jam sandwiches. <laughs> Famous names associated with the area include the Formula One team McLaren, the electronics concern Kenwood, and the writer of War of the Worlds, H.G. Wells. Proud Woking commemorated these local success stories by erecting a huge racing car, a hundred-foot-long mural depicting food mixers, and a 17-meter-high statue of a Martian. <laughs> One can only imagine the relief felt by the council when they missed out on leasing premises to the Viagra Company. <laughs> In, in 1994, the Spice Girls started their sensational pop careers here at Naphill Studio. But Woking today isn't just about the worldwide success of four vibrant young performers. <laughs> Not in the least. <clears throat> Let's meet our teams. There on my left, Barry Cryer and Graham Garden. And on my right, Tim Brooke Taylor and Neil Malarkey. Please welcome, please welcome our delightful scorer, who's for many years given me a helping hand, the lovely Samantha. <laughs> our first round is called Killer First Lines and concerns the type of opening words that are guaranteed to ruin the rest of a performance and cast a terrible sense of doom upon the other performers. Probably the best known example is, hello, my name's Nicholas Parsons. <laughs> so teams, your suggestions please are the worst opening lines possible to certain plays, films, books, TV shows and the like. And Barry, will you start please? Silence of the Lambs. Dr. Lecter was a vegetarian. <laughs> Neil. Hello, Goddo. What are you doing here? Graham? Uh, it's a film. 
I've brought you the head of Alfredo Garcia. <laughs> the English patient. What do you mean a waiting list? <laughs> <clears throat> okay, any more? Angela's ashes. <laughs> Ma'am, I got all six numbers in the bonus ball. <laughs> Diary of Anne Frank. She's in the attic. <laughs> the Bible. Oh. In the beginning, there were three little pigs. <laughs> the, the nativity. It's a girl. <laughs> Watership down. It looks like myxomatosis to me. <laughs> <clears throat> Casualty. <laughs> I think I'll just put on my fireproof overalls before I light the barbecue. <laughs> Merchant of Venice. Uh, no thanks, Sherlock. I've got a loan from the Woolwich. <laughs> King James Bible. I'm not authorising this. <laughs> The graduate. God, that Mrs. Robinson's let herself go a bit. <laughs> the, the famous five. Well, bugger me, said George. <laughs> okay, it's time for the teams oh. to sing now. The round is called Pick Up Song, where the teams sing along to well-known discs. Samantha spent some time in the gramophone archive last night, sorting through the jazz section. When I arrived, she kindly got my vintage collection out and spread them on the desk for me. Samantha's now poised at the turntable and ready to spin the discs for the teams to sing along to. At my signal, she'll turn the volume down, but the singer should continue, attempting to stay in time when the music returns. And if they're within a gnat's crotchet of the original, I'll be awarding points. And points mean important or fundamental reasons or aims. What do points mean? <laughs> yeah. Let's try another one. How Hitler? <laughs> this week's prize will make the ideal addition to the larder of anyone wanting to brew up a cuppa using contaminated water. It's this packet of typhoid tea bags. <laughs> Tim, we'll start with you. Thank you very much. We'll start with you. Would you please accompany Des Ray with her big hit, You Gotta Be? Listen as your day unfolds. Challenge what the future holds. Try and keep your head up to the sky. 
lovers, they may cause you tears. Go ahead, release your fears. Stand up and be counted. Don't be ashamed to cry. You gotta be, you gotta be bad. You gotta be bold. You gotta be wiser. You gotta be hard. You gotta be tough. You gotta be stronger. For focus, you gotta be cool. You gotta be calm. You gotta stay together. All I know, all I know. Love will save the day. Harold, your mother said, reading the books your father read, try to solve the puzzles in Barry, would you please accompany Tom Jones singing his recent chart topper, Mama Told Me Not to Come. Want some whiskey in your water? Sugar in your tea? What's all, all these crazy, crazy questions, questions they're asking me? This is, this is the craziest party that ever could be. Don't turn on the lights, cause I don't want to see. Mama told me not to come. Mama told me not to come. And she was right. She said, that's the way to have fun, son. Mm, mm. <laughs> Open up the window, let some air into this room. I think I'm almost choking from the smell of stale perfume. The cigarette you're smoking about scare me hot to Open death. up the window, let me <laughs> Tom's not as quick as he used to be. <laughs> now, Graham, would you please accompany Mitzi Gaynor singing I'm Gonna Wash That Man Right Out of My Hair from South Pacific. I'm gonna wash that man right out of my hair. I'm gonna wash that man right out of my hair. I'm gonna wash that man right out of my hair and send him on his way. I'm gonna wash that man right out of my arms. I'm gonna wave that man right out of my arms. Gonna wave that man right out of my arms and send him on his way. Don't try to patch it up, tear it up, tear it up. Wash him out, dry him out, push him out, fly him out, cancel him and let him go. Finally, Neil, I've got some young people's music for you. <laughs> Would you please accompany the Sex Pistols with, with their lovely song, Pretty Vacant. I got no reason, it's all too much. You'll always find us out to lunch. Oh, we're so pretty, oh, so pretty. We're vacant. Oh, we're so pretty, oh, so pretty. Vacant. Don't ask us to attend, cause we're not all there. I don't pretend, cause I don't care. I don't believe illusions, cause too much is for real. So stop your cheap comments. Because we know what we feel. Yeah. Oh, it's Michael so Crawford. Pretty, oh, so pretty. <laughs> oh, we're so pretty. Oh, so pretty. 
the winner is, don't forget to pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> don't think I was supposed to read that. <laughs> the next round is called Sound Charades. It's based on that great TV show, Give Us a Clue, which has survived on our screen since the 1970s, thanks to excellent production values, fine performances, and the spread of cheap cable channels. <laughs> and what consistently fine guests they have. A recent addition included the woman who used to do that coffee commercial, a bloke who used to be married to someone out of Emmerdale Farm, <laughs> Barman Three from Lovejoy, <laughs> and Lionel Blair. There's no mention of who he used to be. <laughs> okay, Tim and Neil, you're going to start, please, and your title will shortly be displayed to the audience via the laser display. <laughs> For listeners at home, here's the mystery voice. Gladiator. Gladiator. Right, you're guessing this one, Barry and Graham. Off you go, Tim and Neil. One word, one word, and it's... a. Uh... Film? Film. Possibly a book as well, because it's usually a book of the film, but it's a film. Film. And it goes something like this. It's good? She was, yeah, she was, she was delicious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Well, you see... <laughs> really? I'm delighted. I'm delighted, yes. Yeah. Was, you see, you weren't certain, were you? I wasn't sure, but no. I, now I'm really yeah, pleased. Yeah, yeah. I'm really pleased. Oh, yeah. She was lovely, yes. What, uh, what wine did you have at it? Chianti, yes. Right, yes, right, yes, yeah, that'll yes, explain it, yeah. Yes, mm. yes, Good, I'm glad you're pleased. Uh, uh, it was a bit caught in your teeth. Oh, uh, right. Yes. 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 The end. <laughs> <laughs> Desperately eating Susan. <laughs> Very tasty, one word. Um, <laughs> is it an American film? Yes. Yes. No. Recent. Yes. It's just been released. Does the word tasty appear as part of the title? Or... No. no. But uh, Tim said one of the words that is part of it. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> it was a happy thing, was it? Yes, it's yeah. a happy word. Yeah. Happy eater. We've gone. <laughs> Ah, no, no, I've got it there. Yes. It's just been released. It's Gladiator. Gladiator. Yes. Yeah. When I was introducing this game, I left out two bits. You're allowed to uh, clap, audience, to, uh, when they're getting warm. <laughs> and the other one is they've only got 20 seconds to answer it. <laughs> Okay, your turn, Barry and Graham. Your title is now being exhibited on the laser display board. <laughs> and here again is the mystery voice for listeners at home. Pokemon. Pokemon. Well, Tim and Neil, you're guessing this one. Okay, Barry and Graham. Yeah, it's TV and yep. uh, also a film now. One word. One word. And we'll here do we it in its entirety. Oh, Hamish. Ah. <laughs> Dougal. <laughs> You'll have had your tea. Oh, yes. Do you know I had a cream horn? <laughs> <laughs> the next line's been it cut, been I believe. Cut. Yes. Oh, oh, what's that peeping out of your sporran? What? 
Oh, this. Oh, that's my collection of burns. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Mind you, yours were a bit clumsy with the curling tongs. No, no. <laughs> Rabbi Burns, our national hero. National hero? Aye. What about Robert the Bruce? Spider-Man. Oh, aye, there was him. William Wallace? Aye. Flasher-Man? Oh, aye, aye, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Whereas that Rabbi Burns was no more than a promiscuous... Oh, I see where you're going. Oh, <laughs> oh I... Is it Gladiator? No, so warm. Warm. Could it be Pokemon? Well, we're going to revive now a great old favourite called the Yes-No Interlude. This was, of course, made famous on 1960s television by Michael Miles and his gong on Take Your Pick. Okay, the rules are obvious, and uh, Yes-No Interlude order for today is Barry... Neil, Graham, and Tim. So, are you ready to start, please, Graham? Yes. <laughs> Tim? No. Barry? Yes. Neil? No. Graham? Yes. Tim? No. Barry? Yes. Neil? No. Graham? Yes. Tim? No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. What? Humph- Are we playing this right? <laughs> You're out. Oh, no. You're out, Graham. Would you please carry on now, Tim? No. Oh, well, suit yourself. Now, I know what everyone's thinking these days. Aren't car alarms great? If it wasn't for these marvellously sensitive devices, we might otherwise occasionally oversleep past four in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) And cars aren't alone with their audible alarms. Perhaps the best advance recently is in the field of burglar alarms, which are now connected directly to the police. So the duty sergeant can now ignore them from the comfort of the local station. (laughs) I hear there's a new craze for actually collecting car alarms. Would you believe it? And our teams are themselves avid collectors. They've brought along some of their most treasured alarms, many with previous celebrity owners, for us to enjoy. Neil, what have you brought along? (laughs) Well, it may surprise you to hear, I've been doing this for quite some time, and I uh, have collected Kenneth Williams' car alarm. No, no, no. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Graham, now it's your turn. What have you brought? Um, I've got uh, Murray Walker's alarm. Go! 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 Barry, have you got anything? I've got uh, Robert Robinson's car alarm. Da, da, da. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's got a roof rack over from side to side. <laughs> Tim, may we sample one of yours? Yes, I brought along a rather nice little item from uh, Jeremy Paxman. Did you threaten to overrule? I, I was. And did the you threaten to overrule? Did you threaten to overrule? Did you threaten to overrule? I did. you threaten to overrule him, Mr. Howard? Did you threaten to overrule him? 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 I note you're not answering the question of whether you threatened to overrule him. Let's hear some old Neil. Well, this is the old uh, Hollywood movie star James Stewart. I think I'll let you guess this one. Yes. <laughs> yes, you're right. That's Michael Heseltine. <laughs> Graham? Um, yes, and I've got one from Delia Smith. Egg. Egg. And finally, Barry. Uh, yes, I've got a, the little-known uh, Beethoven car alarm. The next round is called Singing Relay. It's a team game in which each side will duet on a well-loved song. I think that should read previously well-loved. <laughs> this is a musical version of the Olympic sport known as the Relay Race, an event which can be traced back to ancient Greece. In times of war, athletically built young men would strip naked and chase each other around in circles, thereby hoping to avoid conscription. Piano accompaniment will be provided by Colin Sell. Actually, we've realised after all these years that when it comes to choosing a pianist, Colin is one in a million. Yes, really. How unlucky can you get? <laughs> OK, Jim and Neil. Uh, Jim. I wish the producer's writing was a bit better than that. OK. <laughs> I thought you'd left. Okay, Tim and Neil, you're to start. I'd like you to sing a well-known song, but alternating the words between you. Your song is Wanna Be by the Spice Girls. <laughs> Off you go. If you want my future, forget my past. If you want to get with me, better make it fast. Now don't go wasting my precious time. Get your act. Together we could be just fine. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I wanna ha, I wanna ha, I wanna ha, I wanna ha, I wanna really, really, really wanna zigzag.
Your turn. <laughs> Wait a minute, I had, I'm hearing voices. Was that you, Colin Sell? Yes. It was Colin Humph. Have you met? <laughs> no, I'm very fleet of foot. Your turn now, Barry and Graham. Your song is The Laughing Policeman. Will you take it away, please? <laughs> I know a fat old policeman. He's always on our streets. A fat and jolly red-faced man. He really is a treat. He's too kind for a policeman. He's never known to frown. And everybody says he is the happiest man in town. This is a pain in the hearse. <laughs> Whoa! Ho! Ho! Ah! 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 Well, I notice it's very nearly the end of the show, but it's just time to fit in a round of Dog Breeders Radio Times. Before we do, however, Samantha has to nip out to take her German Shepherd to the park to give him a stroke while he licks her face and pants. So while she's away doing that, I'd like the teams to suggest TV and wildest shows that might be listed in a special canine edition of the Radio Times. Tim, will you start, please? Walkies with dinosaurs. <laughs> Rabbit C. Nesbit. In Shih Tzu Jimmy. <laughs> rough, rough justice. <laughs> Reservoir Dogs, directed by Tentin Quarantino. One dog and his man. <laughs> it's Top of the Pups. With Good Boy Slim. <laughs> Fetch Zoe Ball. Shirley Bassett. Spaniel Ballet. <laughs> And a special appearance by Bono. <laughs> Peak practice. <laughs> Prisoner Kennel Block H. <laughs> Joe Cocker. Singing with a little whelp from my friends. <laughs> what a husky voice. They think it's all Rover. <laughs> Supermarket sweep. With Airedale Winton. Naked <laughs> <laughs> Gun Dog with Leslie Nielsen playing the lead. 
and every Sunday the dog slot. <laughs> and there's also Bitch of the Day, a new sitcom. A new musical about the royal family, Corgi and Bess. <laughs> St. Bernard is unwell. <laughs> Captain Pugwash. <laughs> Only pools and feces. Oh. <laughs> And so, ladies and gentlemen, as the short-sighted terrier of time chases the startled stick insect of hope, and the supple dachshund of fate is knotted by the absent-minded balloon magician of eternity, <laughs> I notice it's the end of the show. So from the team, Samantha, myself, and the good people of working, goodbye. Kimbrough Taylor, Barry Cryer, Graham Gardner, and Neil Malarkin have been given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson, and the producer was John Naismith. And Humph and the teams return at the same time next week. However, if you simply can't wait that long, you may find some relief in the form of a newly released book of the programme. You may do. The almost totally complete I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, available now at most bookshops.